What's up, Dallas? Oh, kickers trolling the Cowboys. cheered she gave him the finger nobody got arrested that's why this country's great everybody expressed themselves can we all be adults i mean i don't know about you but i came there to go to the fights i didn't know i was going to the republican national convention hey oh yeah this one's a late delivery on this one boys welcome welcome to blue streak lives on podcast man what a fucking week boys i'm trying to get this internet up and running let's see Late night out of here, you know, I um, try and get in the groove of these things, week 11, and I'm still fucking hurting. I don't know why, but, you know, this is, uh, I'm trying to log in and everything. I just came back, had a dinner. You know, I love, you know, one of the things I did uh, this last weekend, I went over to my old alma mater, Florida Southern. I used to play basketball there back in the day. And uh, my coach, my college coach, ended up being inaugurated. A lot of politics didn't allow for that to happen for 20 years, and this year, it finally happened. Winning is coaching the program, blah, blah, you know, all these stats. Blah, 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 blah. So we just ended up going up there. And, you know, it's great to be there because you're not reminded. You, you kind of fit in. You're kind of one of the boys. And then, you know, you go back in real world. And, you know, a- anywhere you fucking go, everyone's saying how fucking tall you are. Everyone's talking about how tall. Could you imagine? That's like, that's like a, a, a woman having, like, double g's right 38 g's and everywhere she goes the conversation is about how big her tits are wow how big is your how big are your tits 38 g's wow you probably sweat a lot on those things i know somebody that has 38 double d's and they tell me you know it's like this whole fucking thing yeah i'm fucking tall god damn you know, first time you don't get out and, and be around people. You don't go out and socialize around people to see there's tall people around. Huh? Anyhow, had to get that out of my chest. But uh, I'm trying to here look up some of the headlines here in the Blue Streak Lives On. I mean, uh, when the league standings that we have currently, um, right now, if the playoffs started today, I mean, can we give a shout out to Kevin? Can we just, can we give kudos to this guy right here? You know, I, I, I busted his balls in the back. He's had to correct me a couple times in private. You know, Kevin, hey, hey, man, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna kill you if, if you keep, you know, he had to straighten me out a couple times here. But you know, but Kevin got his act together. Look at this, ten and one, unbelievable, isn't it? That we're talking about. Kevin and Billy Bean running the show in the Blue Streak Lives On podcast. Or in the league, I should say. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's unbelievable. Look, listen. 
Myself, I'm always in the mix, okay? I, I mean, I, I don't want to brag or boast, but that's when you got the power of woods and the goods, that yellow tablet, you're always going to be in the mix, okay? It's good to see that. Sir Arthur, with that trade that I would never, you know, we gave boys, we gave the Ronable and Sir Arthur a hard time in the past about trades. That was not the right time. That that that, that if Sir Arthur and Ronable hold a grudge, hey, that he they have every right to. Okay, so let's uh, but we have to move on. But luckily. Buffalo Soldiers is still in as a five and six, which is that's a that's a rare one, man. Five and six getting into the playoffs in this league. I gotta look at the standings. Because we got one, two, three, three teams fighting for, you know, at five and six, and then we got two more and four seven. I'm telling you, man, it's always ten people. And I fucking hate the fact that we lost to one of them down there in the bottom. But we'll go into that into the recap. But uh, you know, I think uh, this week, boys, uh, you know, we had a lot of good things in the week in football. I want to say exactly. I mean, the one thing that I remember watching the games this weekend was seeing Russell uh, Wilson be getting back to not necessarily the Seattle Seahawks version, but getting to something that now he's able to be consistent making plays. And now they want five and five. I want to say they want four in a row. But that was a really good thing to see, to see uh, Denver be back at it. Right now, they're red hot, I want to say. And the fact that they're 5-5 five and five after that horrendous start. I mean, we all, anybody that had a Denver Broncos player was like, we got to dump them. We're not, we're not going to play them. But right now, everything's looking good there in Denver, as well as in San Francisco with perfect Purdy. And, you know, with Kevin, you know, one of the things I busted his balls about in the past was stashing quarterbacks. Like there'll be times where he had three quarterbacks, and Kevin will be like mid in the draft. He'll be like, hey, someone's gonna come a knocking. And the strategy didn't necessarily work, but I think this year, with a lot of the injuries, with you know happening in the Jets, I mean they already announced a new starter over in the Jets as of tonight. Uh, you have Cleveland Watson. What a bad deal! Forty-six million dollar. I mean, 60-plus cap hit if they get rid of him. He's not going anywhere. And they're going to have to give up. Uh, Browns have to give up a first and a third rounder next year as well. Then you have Burrow. You know, just he was fighting injuries with his calf and now his finger. Whatever it is, now he's out for the year. They just shoved him. They say, you know what, fuck that. So now the, the Kevin strategy of holding more than one quarterback on the roster has paid off because before we were able to stream a quarterback. But, but if you go into that fucking wasteland of quarterbacks i'm telling you it's fucking horrible i mean right now if i go into the quarterback stash and look i mean the, the, your best quarterback is kenny pickett bryce young zach wilson like i just said just got benched so that's what you're running into and no one's picking up mac jones and garoppolo those are hot commodities before ryan Tannehill, way down at the bottom they even got my boy tom brady in there how about that but uh, so, you know, Purdy is did, he had a perfect game. I want to say that's the last one since Joe Montana was there. The Lions are, are still kicking ass and taking names over there. It, a lot of good things are happening over there. It, it, you know, Jared Goff seems like after that trade over from the Rams, 
Uh, just was a perfect match for organization and player. So it's really good to see that. The Bills got back on track against the Jets. That was very, I mean, we saw another bad incident happen when a guy got pulled off the stretcher there. And that was really scary. That, But, I mean, it just looks like, I mean, the Jets look like, as I go into these recap score, boys, it, it looks to me like it doesn't matter who's protecting, uh, who's the quarterback back there in the Jets because whoever's back there is getting smacked. The, the offensive line is not doing anything. And I don't even think Aaron Rodgers would have been able to withstand that. I mean, right now the guy's trying to be bionic and jogging and trying to get back into practice. Buddy, I've had two of those, Achilles surgeries. The reason I have a second Achilles surgery is because I went a little too hard on rehab the first time. So, you know, I, I with, with ligaments like that where you re-snap and you go back to zero, I'm not fucking around with that. But uh, I'll tell you what, man, it's just uh, interesting stuff coming down the wire, boys. And uh, just seeing that the, the, the quarterback has had a bigger impact because now because of the Kevin strategy, a couple of teams got hurt in the bye weeks, including us. And, I mean, that's really hurt us. And it's going to – I mean, hopefully it doesn't hurt us. We're getting out of the playoffs. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, going into it here, we're starting with – uh, the, the great game of, of, of Kevin, uh, he pulled one out against Carter, 108 to 101, as Kevin is just dominating this year, doing some great things. And he ended up starting Dak Prescott out of his carousel of quarterbacks and gave him 21 points. Travis Etienne gave you 5.9, and Rashad White gave you 12.8 in that, that bad loss there in San Fran. But San Fran is the team to beat, I think, in the NFC. Uh, Debo Samuel gave you 6.2. Now, the surprise there was Pat, he only gave you .7. I mean, but against Cleveland, rivalry game, uh, it was funny because uh, they, they showed the play where uh, Garrett, the, the defensive tackle there for the Browns, was having a helmet. Remember a couple years ago, he took that fucking helmet and was fucking trying to smash quarterbacks' heads. He was claiming some shit was being said. It was a no-no. And again, guys, this domination that Kevin is doing right now is without his number one overall pick. He's doing this, dominating, kicking ass, taking names, without his number one overall. So when he comes back, yikes. We're all fucked. I mean, we really need a bad performance out of you guys in the playoffs. It's going to be one of those, like, you know, an NCAA tournament. You just show up and, and they just stink it up, man. So that's the only prayer we have right now because this is your year. Let's go, Kevin. Let's go. Hey. So, but congratulations to you, sir, as you are winning. And, you know, Carter, I mean, it's uh, it's a throwaway season. I mean, it really is. I mean, if you want to play for pride, uh, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, I, I'm sure you're going to be quiet. I'm sure you're going to meet the chat. Now, I, I'm not, you know, I don't like kicking people when they're down. I like to lift people up. So, you know, I... I but I, I, there's nothing exciting to get. I mean, Jameer Gibbs has been doing well for you now. Uh, Kareem Hunt, you had to put him in there. Uh, would anything have made a difference if you would have put? You would have gotten plus three if you would have had Will Levis in over Stafford. And I'm trying to see anybody else here. No, that would have been it. I mean, I, I think uh, you wouldn't have won regardless. So because Pittman was on a bye. And you didn't have much help there on the bench. So this is your best lineup. 
But Keenan Allen tried to give you 19, and uh, the tight end, man. It, isn't it crazy that there are certain positions that after, like, two or three tight ends, they all fucking suck? You know, that it's like really – it doesn't matter. You can go on the waiver wire, and it, it doesn't matter what, what happens. It's like uh, if you don't have top three, you know, tight ends, nothing else matters. So I, uh, I, I feel for you, Carter. I mean, uh, you know, four and seven with the big dick talk. And, and, and nothing's happening here. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Just hang in there, man. Stay strong. You know anything can happen. So, But congratulations to you, Kevin, uh, as we go into week 12. Dominating. Next up is MVP versus Mighty Jags. And, you know, uh, good to see the round. Well, this is the thing. This is another reason why I didn't like the Knicks or the complaining of the trade. Ronimo was 2-8. and eight. Ronimo, I mean, he felt he was mathematically – or ESPN still got mathematically gave him a chance. And he said, you know what? I still got a fucking chance. I'm going to fucking win. And I'm okay with that kind of trade. I'm allowing that kind of trade. Were you guys that worried about Ron? Really? Were you guys that worried about Buffalo Soldiers? Really? Like, I understand if it was Kevin and Ronimo, right? And, they, and Kevin, his quarterback went down. And, and Ronimo says, here, I'll give, you this quarter, I'll give you this quarterback or something like that. You know, come on, guys. Let's uh, let, let, let's give a little leeway here. These guys are champions in the league. They know what they're doing. But he ended up beating. I mean, this is a great win for the Ronimo. As Trevor Lawrence finally came out and gave you some points. He gave you the game you needed. Devin Singletary gave you 17 points. Your receivers didn't do anything with Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, oh, man. It's heartbreaking because you see during the game – you see them all the time. They show like at least a couple of plays where he gets open, and the ball is nowhere to be thrown. <laughs> and you're saying, and you and he's frustrated. I get it. I get it. You know, Puka Nakua gave you 14, and Cooper Cup, the guy that everyone was fearing that it was too much of a trade, gave you 1.1. Because of course, you know, people just get bothered. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson gave you 5.5. But overall, man, I mean, it was a great win for you, Ronimo. I love that you're still in it. And I know for MVP, it was so heartbreaking because he ended up losing Burrow. And that had to be a frustrating thing, knowing that if he would have just gave you 20, you know, 20, you would have been fine. You know, you, you would have won. Um, and, and it's disappointing to have that. Derrick Henry, uh, a lackluster year. I mean, to think that it, it's, it's funny because we are handcuffed, all of us as fantasy football owners, in taking running backs, but now the power of the running back, as far as the points that they will give us, it's nowhere near what it was maybe five or six years ago. And it's a shame because, you know, you, you get to that sixth and seventh pick overall, and you know Derrick Henry is like their number one back. And you're saying, man, fuck, you know, they're still splitting time, or you don't know if they're going to put the new running back in there, right? And it's like, that's what you got to do, and, and you're going to have these type of games. It's just, it's crazy how the fantasy football strategy has changed and uh, we have to adapt or die like Billy Bean would say you gotta adapt or die in this thing but uh, you know George Kittle gave you 15.9 I, I think that's a you know you had a you had a good starting lineup I, 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 I can't fault you especially with Bijan being on the bye and Algier being on the bye I mean you ended up benching Judy and uh uh, you know, Beckham, I mean, who could expect him giving you 11 points like that? You know, over Godwin, uh, you know, it, it, it's a tough loss. Tough loss. 
get a helmet like my girl Candace says. You know, you got to get in there. So congratulations to you, Mighty Jack. Where to keep fighting, man. Where to keep crawling, man. I love that. I fucking love it. Next up, it's myself. And, and Rob, you know, and all that shit talking I was doing about Rob, he goes ahead and gives me a 50-point ass-kicking. I mean, close to it. He gave it to me. And, you know, the funny thing about it, I won't hear from Rob or anything. It's one of those, he, you know, he doesn't care. He's just lining them up and doing what he's got to do. But this is one of those moments. And you know it was disappointing because Greg, Greg, I haven't heard from Greg. So I know this is one of those that, you know, Greg is, is, is like, he's, he's pissed off. I get it. I mean, I try, I try to put the right lineup out there, buddy. But, I mean, we're getting, we're getting specked around like this. It, it, it really takes the win out of the sale. And when Patrick Mahomes came in and gave us 22, Saquon gave us 26 points. I mean, it was a murderer's roll lineup. I mean, James Cook showed up with 16 and Brendan Ayuk, 22. I mean, this is the lineup that he was expecting to be consistent like this. I mean, giving you points. Uh, but not, nothing happened here, man. It was uh, from our end here, uh, Jalen Hurts barely got over 20. And we had Jalen Warren. I plugged him in there. And, and But everything else, our receivers have been really hurting us not consistent, and, and Travis Kelsey has been uh, ever since he's fucking with Taylor Swift. I mean, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, this is not what a number one tight end uh, should should be doing right now. So, and it's no one's fault but mine. So, it, it's one of those things that I get frustrated with these tabloid shit. And, and, and you know, I mean, I, I get the pussy must be good. I get it. You know, all of us have been there at one time in our lives, boys, huh? When we had that woman in our lives that it was just so amazing. It didn't matter what was going on in life. We dropped everything for that woman. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how it felt, man. I just felt, you know, just heartbroken over here. So we 82 points. Horrific. I mean, we fucking suck. And we deserve to lose now. We're down to 6-5. Just just trying to stay alive here in this fucking league. So, but congratulations to you, Pearson. I mean, that's some good work. Great work, buddy. I mean, I, you're paying attention. Maybe. Don't know. Next up is Honey Bear coming out with the win versus Sir Arthur. And this was a close one as well where, um, it, it, you know, Gino is one of those players I was looking at where uh, fantasy uh, experts were saying, feel free to drop him. Feel free to drop him. There, there, there's nothing exciting going on there. But he doesn't give you any different, you know, the points that he's giving you versus Russell Wilson in the same week are – no different. Again, the, 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 what I've noticed is that we don't have as many elite quarterbacks, meaning any quarterbacks that give you consistent fantasy football play. Um, I mean, maybe right now this year was Jalen Hurts and and Mahomes, and then you could throw even C.J. Stroud in there, which Sir Arthur had. And I know you guys, were, you know, that's a, that's a great play right there. Uh, you know, and over Josh Allen, even though uh, – Josh Allen, he's been struggling, but they seem to have bounced back with that performance there against the Jets. But, uh, you know, you, you struggle there. But I, I want to go back to, you know, Honey Bear with being 9-2. And, two and uh, Geno Smith gave you 16. McCaffrey's having a great year. Uh, again, we all know this is what he can do when he's healthy against a good run defense. Buccaneers gave you 18.6. Pacheco gave, um, gave you 9.1. DJ Moore, 16, and Mike Evans, 11. I mean, this is a solid performance. I mean, 96 points with Camara uh, being on the bench. Uh, I, I think, again, I mean, that's the best 
we could do really good stuff with that. But for you, Sir Arthur, I mean, um, you're tight end and your flex let you down. I mean, if we're really going to break it down like that, and about Stefan Diggs, really disappointing, you know, when the wide receiver quarterback combo of Buffalo does not connect. And it just seems like um, Diggs is a little bit in the doghouse or just frustrated because he doesn't feel he gets the the, the targets. Uh, he's acting a little bit like T.O.-ish, uh, but not uh, overly, um, overly uh, vocal about it, but... It's very evident that he's not happy there, and it's and it's showing his performance. And uh, I, I think Gronk said I was I was listening to Gronk. Um, when I say yesterday, he was talking about how Diggs is not doing himself any favors because what is he trying to do? He's trying to go to another team. Like he has a really good fucking quarterback there, so he just has to figure it out. So Gronk was saying, "What do you want? Do you want to go to the Jets? What do you want to do? You want to go to Tennessee?" What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? There's so many other situations where you're not going to have that good of a quarterback in the stable. So you're just going to have to get in the dig in. And and I, and I agree with that. I agree with that take from Gronk. And, but they're going to have to figure it out because from a fantasy production side, it's got to be frustrating for you, Sir Arthur, because you should be – I mean, you expect them to give you 12 to 15. I mean, it's projected to give you 10 and give you two. And, and you know, when it's an eight-point game or less than eight points – and I mean, fuck. It just sucks. Montgomery has been a great turnout for you. and uh, But overall, it was just, it's got to be frustrating now that you fell in the loser's bracket side. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's tough. It's tough, man. I mean, it is. We're competitive as hell, man, in this league. Competitive as hell. So, but congratulations to you, Honey Bears. You're 9-2. Looks like you're definitely in the playoffs now. It's a matter of just having a bye week or not. So, but I keep at it, Sir Arthur. We keep it going. Let's go. Next up is my boy Donnie versus uh, Youngwood's brothers. And, uh, uh, you know, before I, I go into this one, Kevin, come on, man. Can you give us a break with the basketball? Huh? Can you just like, look, I want to play. If I could play, look, if we played, if, if we were playing in the pool, like if we were playing, hey, guys, basketball at the pool, right, and we're all in the pool just trying to jump on the down and pass the ball and shit, I think all of us would show up. You know, I think it'll be easy on the joints. People will be dunking, right? You can still shoot the threes. Diesel will be shooting from the other side of the pool. You know? But no, but this whole thing on the, I mean, the knees in the back, bro, it, it's once a year. Once a year for me. I mean, and, and I'm, you know, right now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight during a tough holiday season. I'm trying to shed more weight. But, I mean, I, I can't go play. I'll watch you play, though. If you're okay with me recording you and then uh, we're sharing a team. I love it, but I uh, know, but I, I appreciate it, Kevin. That's good stuff, man. But my, I, I, I'm old and I'm broken and I'm brittle, man. I, I, I can't go out there, bro. I mean, I, I'll, I'll let you know in the Super Bowl, but ooh, man, we, we played two games, we we're done. So, but uh, anywho, um, Donnie ended up winning. Congratulations, five and six against Youngwood's brothers. And you know, Donnie, um, you know, Tua is, is one of those uh, great picks. Tony Pollard has been real consistent as well. And those two, uh, on top of what what else you have here, is going to keep you. I think it's going to keep you in the loop. And then you also picked up Kyler Murray, which again is a great move. I I think just in case Tua gets knocked the fuck out. And you know I I want to put this clip here that talked about just the new generation of players. And I thought it was a very interesting take by Tom Brady. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play him. 
I, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- Why not? I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way. And every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect themselves. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock them out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. And I felt that was so true. So many good points there because I think, you know, when we're watching the game, it's two-sided. You know, that that's kind of where you got meaning that you, you can't protect just the offensive players. You just you got to protect defensive players as well. You got to allow, you got to teach everybody to know how to play the game. And I think that's kind of very, very valid what Tom was saying. But, you know, it, it, the game had to evolve because from a business perspective, the league, was going to get hammered if they weren't um, curtailing some of the things that were being done in the 90s and before that, obviously. But it, it would have been a problem monetarily for the NFL. So as a business, as a business decision, they had to make it uh, a little bit like flag, not flag football, obviously, but they had to tone it down a bit, you know, because I, I think people, the CTE and the hits that were happening and it's just kind of one of those things that it's tough on the fans, but business-wise, you understand that. But uh, that was a great point I thought he brought up. Uh, sorry, that was random. But, yeah, but two, how did you get 25? And, and Pollard, those have been your steady Eddie so far this year. Devontae Adams, uh, it seems like they're turning it around in Las Vegas with Coach Pierce being there. It's it's fascinating how much a coach makes a difference in the same level of players, right? I mean, there's certain coaches that can come in there and do that. And it seems like the Raiders now have something to play for or want to play with purpose or love playing with it for their coach. And that's just so important, you know. I mean, that's, that was kind of uh, the thing that I loved about going back to Mama Mata, just having these, you know, all these players that were there, we're all connected because of culture and uh, because we love playing for them. But I, anyway, but it's a big difference. So it's really good to see Devontae do his thing. Deontay Johnson, very disappointed with 1.6. It just doesn't seem like anything. I mean, they, they just fired the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. So it makes sense. They got to shake things up and got to see what they can do with it. But look at Gus Edwards running back from Baltimore where I'll be bitching and moaning about don't get running backs from Baltimore. And the fucking guy gave you 19 points, Gus Edwards. You know, God bless. Uh, the defense fucking dominated. And, and, you know, your kicker gave you points. So 110 on a great performance with Young Woods. And nothing exciting from Young Woods. I mean, Justin Fields, 24, and Brees Hall surprisingly gave you 14. But... If, if nobody else can break that 10-point mark, it's going to be hard in this league. It's going to be very hard. And you guys are learning. You guys had that good rookie run last year. And you, you got some guys hurt. But, yeah, I mean, this year, you're going to have to really fight. Uh, Josh Jacobs gave you 5.1. Jamar Chase, again, I mean, everything. What's going to go on in Cincinnati? How, Diesel? How, Donnie? What's going to go over there in Cincinnati? What are you guys going to do? Yeah, I saw... Joey Flacco getting picked up by the Browns, too. How crazy is that? I mean, that's the shit's going on. 
it's a wild scenario this year with the quarterbacks. Let's you know how depleted the league is with quarterback talent. It, it really lets you know that. Um, you know, Jalen Wilder gave you 5.5. Yeah, no, no, nothing exciting here, boys. Um, you, you tried your best. You didn't, I mean, you didn't have too much firepower on the bench. Uh, uh, you know, Mayfield, no, nah, nothing would have happened. I mean, and Jordan Love, I mean, again, uh, you're, yeah, not, not enough firepower, man, because like Donnie came in, he did some great work. And it's really good to see you, Donnie. You're still fighting and in the mix. So good shit. Congratulations as you go into five and six. You're still in the mix because it, let's guess what? If you win this week coming up, you're back in six and six, and we have a couple more games to go. So that's, you know, really good shit going on. So congratulations to you, sir. And the last one here, you know, what an upset uh, uh, on the night. Uh, Burkos Browns, another upset. You know, the, a lot of myself and Burke got upset versus Money Never Sleeps. And it was a very dominating performance. Uh, and for whatever reason, Diesel has been having a struggling year. Uh, you know, but, but but some of the guys came through for him on this night. Uh, Justin Herbert gave you 32. Joe Mixon gave you 17 with DeAndre Hopkins, 11. And Tank Dell, how about that plug-in? Tank Dell giving you 21. Holy shit. That's a great Diesel move. If you guys don't know, there's certain moves I see that you're a fantasy guy and, and it's paying off, you know, he's he's locked in. So uh, that's a great plug in there. Nothing from your tight ends. I don't even know. I, I'm going to look at the tight ends for everybody else, but it seems like that across the board is shitty, right? Uh, Brian Robinson gave you 14.1. So 121 points, you know, with Justin Tucker doing what he – Steady Eddie, you know, he's like Seabass back in the day. And you had the, the perfect play. You had the perfect lineup for your team because you only had 10 points on your bench. And, you know, Burke, great. Eight for effort. I can't fault you for Kenneth Walker giving you 1.6. I mean, come on. James Conner giving you a 6.3, really? A.J. Brown giving you 0.8? That's, I mean, when, the, when, that, when those three guys I just mentioned to you were average to give you 11 or 12 points, and you just got an average from those guys, less than three. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a tough one to overcome. Tyreek Hill doing what he does, twenty-two point six. Kamek two again. I mean, it's just horrible, horrible tight end stuff. DeAndre Swift, God bless, came through with sixteen point seven, but ninety points was not enough, and you only had eighteen on the bench. So, it's um, I'm telling you, man, this is the beautiful thing about this league. As we are, you know, getting ready for the upcoming week, I think for me, uh, the, I'm looking at the uh, the games coming up this week. Uh, again, I mean, seeing Kevin play, and I think Burke's going to give him a good matchup. Um, you're going to have a tough one MVP here. Everyone's going to have a tough one. Uh, I, I mean, even myself, we're playing Ron. I mean, Ron just came in from a win, and he's not holding back. Every week, boys, we have a we have a fire fire schedule so you know i want to wish everyone luck congratulations to the winners as we only have i want to say um two uh, we're gonna have three more games after this so we gotta embrace for impact as you know it, the, the playoffs is kevin and honey bear then you have at the three c big burke playing sir arthur and then myself and mvp going at it uh it but anything can happen we have many more games to go and uh, this is good stuff, boys. So congratulations to everybody, man. We'll go ahead and do it up next week. I'm out. I don't want to be racist, but I shouldn't even said that. Yeah. But 
I've never seen a brother with a cat either, though. Oh, have you? Is that true? Yeah, have you? I don't think so. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, damn, me neither. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see, like, old wow. photos of, like, yeah. Marlon Brando was a huge cat dude. Mm-hmm. The, you Abraham know, Lincoln. How many cats did Abe Lincoln have? Let's look it up. Yeah, yeah. But check it out, dude. And you think he freed black people. You think one of them would stop by and pick up a cat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 